Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back again with podcast number six. And to celebrate number six, what are we going to do, fellas? We're going to take a shot together, guys. Yeah. Uh, we're going to we're just going to celebrate our podcast. We're going to take a shot and we are going to um, relish in just uh, keeping it loose, keeping so, it casual. Uh, nice Keep- little shot of rum here. Yes. Here it goes. Ready? One, two, three. That okay, so well, this is gonna be a good podcast. Gonna kickstart a podcast. <laughs> rough shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. What was that again? Spiced rum. Oh, okay. Is it a nice plastic bottle? Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good shit. I'm at yeah. that stage where I'm too old to buy shit in a plastic bottle, but I don't make enough money to buy the shit that's locked up. <laughs> <laughs> already the best yeah. podcast ever. What do I do? What do I do? Right? When you're 21, you buy shit like Long Islands. And it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. If someone I comes mean. over it, as you get older and you just have like a bar full of plastic bottles. Yeah. yeah no. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's status. But Cormix right? will take a sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't don't get it wrong. I'll have I'll have a, a, a Burnett's vodka press. Woo <laughs> wee! Oh. I could get old fashioned out of a plastic jug. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, Christian's from North Carolina. He's used to the moonshine. This is true. This is true. You know, what? I haven't had that, or I had not had it until uh, until I was uh, visited Arkansas one time. Oh really? Yeah. Again, another southern like state. Like legit moonshine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Horrible wow. stuff, dude. It's gasoline. <laughs> they drink better stuff in prison. <laughs> I, can, I don't want everyone to know what they drink. <laughs> I wouldn't know either, uh, by the way. All right. So today, I can still feel the rum. I'm already starting to feel it. Really? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a lightweight. I'm awake. For, for those of you who don't know Rohit, I'm sure we'll have some other listeners that do know us personally. Rohit is... In a 120 pounds dripping away. Yeah, a buck. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> if we're lucky. And if he's wearing a hoodie that he just took out of the washer and put in the dryer. <laughs> oh. Today's podcast is actually going to be a fun one. And it's all about one uppers. Those Mine people will be who. Even more fun. <laughs> You're what? He didn't get it. Horrible. <laughs> My- What's the podcast about? The podcast about one uppers? I just one up to you. Yours is fun. His is going to be more fun. Yeah. Mine's going to be the funnest. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> Man. God. What, one of these days when we do these podcast things, mm-hmm. we should just keep drinking. That would be... Episode 100. Yeah. 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 All right. So back to this. Uh, so it's all about one-uppers. The people who have to make every single thing a competition. It's it's always interesting because whenever you're having a conversation with one with someone who always one ups you, it makes you feel completely insignificant in their eyes. So for example, I was talking to someone about emails that that we get. 
at work. Yeah, I tend to get a lot of emails, but I'm really good at going in and filtering them. And, you know, I've got different filters and rules and stuff like that. So I really only get the important things. And she said to me, she's like, oh, you're just not as busy as I am. I've got over 3,000 emails in my inbox. Well, now all of a sudden I understand why she never gets back to me, why she's horrible at communicating. <laughs> and now she just admitted that she's not efficient. Yeah. Or organized. No, exactly. <laughs> like, tell me you have 3,000 emails in your inbox just tells me you don't know how to use Outlook. <laughs> no. You've yeah. never heard of a folder. Yeah. What the fuck? And, and it's crazy. So tomorrow, and, and this would actually be, be good practice. I know because I've got different events at work tomorrow mm. that I'm going to be at work for a minimum of 12 hours. I'll be there for 16. Wow, Ooh. that made me feel uh, insignificant, insignificant there. I see what you did there. Thank you for <laughs> But it's interesting how we tend to, and wow, this is hard. Like I have to be the, the personal development guy and teach the lesson, but I'm like, I think I'm drunk right now. Um, Want another? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be hard because I'm... I'm legitly drunk, I think. This is fantastic. It's amazing. Wow. I'm. It's difficult for me to concentrate right now. Really? Yeah, and it's really warm in here. <laughs> so, Spice Rum will do that to you. Um, yeah, focus, man. I really hope my dad's not listening to this. Come to the, come to, come to the light. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, I have, to, I have to close my eyes and concentrate on this lesson. You are way too analytical for that right now. I know. Relax. That's what the shot was meant to do. Okay. Relax. Here we go. So I, I think it's important when it comes to one-uppers, you know, what they're really trying to do is really show you their value. A lot of that has to come from amazingly, not amazingly, that's, that's, a, that's the, uh, the, the, the drunk, the drunkenness. <laughs> there, 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 there. Um, wow. But a lot of that has- Oh my god! I'm not sure. <laughs> we lost Rohit, guys. We lost Rohit. Oh, Christian, you're hilarious. We gotta take another. All right. We gotta take another so, to get him back on track. We need another shot. So one uppers. Yeah. Like okay, I'll do my best. Let me ask you a question, Rohit. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Why did the Why does a one upper <laughs> cause you to feel insignificant? A lot of times what these one-uppers are trying to do is they're really trying to... They've got low self-esteem. That was my next thought is, or is it that they feel insignificant? They, they they do feel insignificant. Yeah. They feel like I need to prove myself that I'm able to do what you're doing mm-hmm. and take it a step further. A lot of times what these one-uppers are going to do is they're always going to bring it back to them to make them feel important because they don't feel important themselves. One is an ex- honest exchange different than a one-upper. And what I'm saying is mm. you tell me something very cool about yourself and I want to relate and yeah. say, hey, like I did this as well. When as an uh, individual do you get that sense that this person is one-upping me versus this person is actually exchanging with me? A great point is when you're talking about something of, of real value to you and you're putting a, a measurement on it. Mm-hmm. So it's I've achieved x and it's one thing to say i've also achieved x and there's another thing to say x is really hard i really appreciate the fact that you've accomplished x 
I did something very similar and I know how difficult it can be. Mm-hmm. So what that's doing is that's relating the experience mm-hmm. and not so much the end result. That was exactly my thought is relating the, wow. the feeling or emotion behind it, yeah. right? Is God, I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> Are you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. No, what's funny is if <laughs> so. If, if Amelia Radford ever reads, I need to show you guys what she did. I had a party once and I remember I was just talking to her and I just looked over at her and I was like, guess what? She's like, what? I was like, I'm drunk. And she just laughed so hard. She took a picture of me and made it into a meme. You got a text message right now? I should. Do it. Do it on the air. It's so funny though. Why am I? Yeah. See, here it is. Captain Morgan. I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a picture of me drunk. Out of a glorious purple cup. In your backyard. You look like a G. I feel sorry for <laughs> like, he's like You kind of do. Why are you wearing a name tag? <laughs> <laughs> so people... Your inner G came out. You have some Captain Oh, man. Time, yeah, out. Captain Time out. Yeah. Time out. I feel bad for people. Yeah. You wore a name tag? I did wear a name tag. At your party. At my party. <laughs> At your house? At my house. So... Rohit is organized to a fault. It's so people, you know, who were new would, would all feel welcome and know who everyone is. So you were the only one wearing a name tag? Because I don't see the other two people in that picture wearing a name tag. Yeah, I was the only one. Oh my gosh. You know, this is your house. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a name tag Rohit, homeowner, welcome. <laughs> literally lost all credibility on this podcast. <laughs> you have. But you know what, people? This just goes to show that it's okay. Even, oh, man. even uh, personal development gurus can, it's hot in here. can have a drink and get loose to crack the window. Yeah. Just a bit. I know. It won't affect too much. That, no, that that was I want to crack two windows. Re- what? Whoa. He just went up to me. <laughs> I'm going to take the roof off this mother. <laughs> Um, okay, back to seriousness. But yeah, all all, of, all about one up. So yeah, I mean, you know, we, we crack jokes about it, but I know that everyone has had an experience with that, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that it stems from that. It stems from the person who is one upping is maybe not intentionally making the other person feel inadequate, but it's because they feel inadequate. But if you look at the flip side of that coin, why is the other person allowing themselves to feel inadequate yeah. by a one upper? So for me, I think I feel annoyed. Yeah, like and and, and and like like we said in the, in the previous podcast, like you know, being aware and understanding why you have feelings, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why is because I connect with people, and I feel disconnection. There's no connection with the person when there's one up it, right? There's the exchange. So I asked that question a minute ago for a reason. When I met Robin, I went to share something not even remotely related to what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Just just is a relation. I felt like that was for me to be able to connect with her. I just met her. I was just like, hey, you know what? I understand your story. You're talking about Robin Olson, who was featured in podcast number four? Yes. Yeah. Like, Robin's a fantastic, like, she's a fashion designer, like, makes these beautiful dresses. My background um, prior to IT is in uh, design. So I wanted to just relate to her. And, mm-hmm. that, and, and I felt like make that a personal was connection. Make a personal connection with her. And I felt like that was achieved. I think that again why I get annoyed is like that person that one-ups you it's not about connection it's about being superior okay now addressing why they have these feelings within themselves is a whole not, you know not another podcast but another um, and it can be for multiple reasons right um, I'm, I'm actually a pretty good buddy of the one-upper I like this person a lot I can't analyze why that person's like that I, I don't know because he's an awesome dude 
you know, you just never know what drives a person to do yeah. that. But for me, the annoyance is the lack of connection. Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, you feel like when they do that, mm-hmm. they're harvesting their own need for self gratification and denying you that personal connection. Yeah, I'm killing this cough drop game. Yeah, you Thirty-seven rappers in front of you right now, and I'm working on the same one. But I'm thinking. As Christian's taking all these cough drops and opening them, I'm thinking, damn, Malapino doesn't eat them all. I see a couple of yellow ones in there. There's one pink one I'm going to grab right now. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I think at the beginning when we were talking about this podcast originally, we were talking about how many times we would say the S word the in our word. podcast. What? Shh. Shit. I may, yeah. Shh. Um, what? What word? Drunk, but I'm still not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that tickles. I did that to me three times. <laughs> By the way, I, I have to, to say this. Um, Kutch was making valid points and he was into his, uh, into his discussion. And Rohit literally rubbed my elbow like four times while Christian was discussing. And right now he is just laughing uncontrollably. Oh man, I need to text Amelia. Why did he go to video? Hoo-wee. But this should well, this should have been the one that we do on video. Yeah. One uppers. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, it's they're filling a void in their life. And in an earlier podcast, we kind of talked about work-life balance and mm-hmm. talked about how it's important to spend, to be as dedicated to your personal life as you are to work. And a lot of times, the one-uppers, what they're trying to do is they're trying to, like you said, Kyle, I don't, it's not like they're intentionally trying to discredit you. What they're trying to do is almost relate to you. <laughs> What the heck just happened? Did we just lose Christian? We did. Oh my god. Christian. He's, you know, he's got tears in his eyes. He's fantastic. He's laughing so hard. This is fantastic. We gotta keep going. We gotta keep oh going. Oh my god, he's just observing everything. I know, I know. I'm brilliant. I like this. Alright. <laughs> I'm about to run downstairs and grab that plastic bottle. <laughs> God, we need more rum. No. <laughs> Why is there never enough rum? Well, when you're 21, there's never enough rum. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, yeah. So you're, you're talking about time, they're not trying to... It's not like they're purposely trying to discredit you. What they're trying to do is they're trying to relate to you by letting you know the experiences that they've gone through. Hmm. It comes from a form of respect. In, in, a, strange, in a strange way. So, Kyle, if, if you tell <laughs> me... Tell. I'm like, yeah, do tell. <laughs> like, I'm trying to understand this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm trying In to, their own weird yeah, way. In their yeah. own weird way. Yeah. So, it's, it's kind of like, okay, if, if you tell me you get 100 emails a day, right? I'm going to be like, I totally know what that's like. I'm so busy. I get about 150 emails a day. So, I know what you're going through. Again, that's a one-upper. And what that's doing is that's... For those who don't know me, I, I really like to live my life by assuming the positive in everyone. So maybe that's why this is mm-hmm. skewed a bit. I'm trying to place myself in the eyes of, of a one-upper. And what I would do is I'd, I'm acknowledging the fact that you go through 100 emails. And I'm trying to relate to you. And I respect that. I'm just letting you know, whatever you go through, I'm going through just a little bit more. And so a lot of the times those people who, who do that, are people who are out of sync with their life. They they don't have their life holistically balanced. And it comes from a, a sign of respect because I recognize you for your contributions and what you're worth. 
what I'm trying to do is let you know I'm equally as worthy. But I can't just say, Kyle, you get 100 emails a day. I do the same. I know what you're going through. Because what that does is, even though that relates us on equal ground, I'm trying to let you know how difficult my life is, how much I have to overcome. So now all of a sudden my achievements are that much higher because of all the obstacles that are in my way. That all sounds good. My, my only thought is what I would consider a one-upper, I don't think does. I think has a different outlook. I think you get 100 emails a day, you know how to manage them? I get 200. Not, wow, that's awesome. You have 100 emails a day. How do you manage that? You know, I'm going through the same thing. I get almost 200 emails a day. I do. What are, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's a personal connection and that's, that's an exchange that I think that's a real exchange. If that's one upping, then I do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I, people find pride. Like, so it's weird. Like we're talking about like priorities and other, <clears throat> other stuff. In the people find pride in the weirdest things yeah. and people find pride in their pain. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, like uh, from a fitness perspective, dude, you're not supposed to work out. Like, like what does not kill you makes you stronger? Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. <laughs> like, whoa, yeah, it's bullshit, dude. That's the bullshit thing. Like, whoever you just said that word three times. Yeah, bullshit. Like, or <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> like, bullshit, like, bullshit. Yeah, yeah like it's because now, like from a fitness perspective, does hard work pay off? Yeah, like if you don't push yourself a level of exertion, then you're not going to grow. Like you, you got to break down your muscles, or and, and to be able for them to. And then get rest for them to be able to heal, to grow to, yeah. be, to grow, to be stronger muscles. Please, personal trainers, I know there's more to it than that. But like, yeah. don't judge don't us. Wanna, don't want to be. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah. But but seriously, like that. And people take pride in that misery. So it's like uh, I do CrossFit. Oh my gosh! Like I just I just oh my gosh! This is so hard. This is so hard. So for me, that's always been a weird statement when I listen to people talk about like fitness like that because mm-hmm. I just enjoy moving my body. Period. So, but there's people that find pride in that misery. So, like, take that out of that context and put it into work or put it into whatever. One upper is not just a miserable thing. We're using like more miserable examples for the sake of this uh-huh. portion of the conversation. What Kyle was saying, like, oh, like I got 200 emails and I had four customers yell at me today. Well, I had to build eight Vizios, <laughs> ten customers yelled at me, and my email box hasn't been maintained in months. Like, <laughs> like you fucking lazy. <laughs> like, and then just, and then just like, where does that stop, right? Like, yeah. so it's just like there's, there's pain. That and here's the thing, no one really likes to be disorganized. Yeah. No. No one really likes to be so busy they don't know what's going on. So why are you finding pleasure and pride in that? And like. Yeah, like, no, that's a, that's the thing I said. You you had mentioned that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, mm-hmm. and, and it's bullshit. But I think so many people believe that. Yeah, that's why they think that they can find pride in misery mm-hmm. because I've gone through this and I'm mm-hmm. not dead. I'm still here. I'm yeah. still doing this. So whatever you're mm-hmm. doing is not as good as what I'm doing. I'm not dead yet. Like, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, it's so true. Yeah. Like my, just like you said, my email inbox has been maintained in months. I have to build five visios, and I have fifteen customers mad at me. I have ten con calls, yeah, and and people aren't getting on. Call me back, like, oh, like what the fuck are you doing? Tell me about it. Get on the goddamn phone. <laughs> <button. laughs> like, I mean, and I think like for work, if you're talking about a work environment, we deal with like a lot of people, and there's gonna be a lot of people that are unhappy in their environment, right? Yeah. So then, then it comes that whole thing: misery enjoys company. Uh, yeah. So it's like 
No, I'm more miserable than you. And like, because here's the thing, we're three upbeat dudes, and a lot of people have given us compliments individually, collectively, mm-hmm. um, the fact that we even got together to do this on just our personalities. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's beautiful, like, to, like, come together with, like, the three, the two, what? Three of us. You might be seeing like, it. Like, yeah. That plastic bottle got me. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you haven't gathered by now, we're all lightweight. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but, like, why is it that, I think I'm a great dude, but I don't think I'm, like, that much more positive than everyone else or that much more lighthearted you know yeah. what I mean so the thing is like there's people that see things in us because it's not the norm and to me that's kind of a sad commentary like in a way because you two are great guys and, and in myself why is being positive not be not yeah why is that not the norm yeah <laughs> like yeah kind of going back to that thing earlier about respect if I know you've walked 10 miles in my head I'm like Christian's an amazing guy look at all the friends he has everyone really likes him he's so easy to open up to and I'm complimenting you all all subconsciously in my head and now all of a sudden I'm like you walk 10 miles I've walked 15 what that's doing to me is saying if Christian's such a great guy and he can accomplish all these things then I should feel equally good about myself because I've done what Christian can do this amazing guy plus some and what's what's interesting and and I'm saying this not to impress you <clears throat> But to really impress upon you the kinds of average day. I wake up about 5.45 and then I work my normal 8 to 5 job. So I actually work 7 to 4. I'll come home and I relax for a couple of hours. And then probably about 6 p.m. to about 2 a.m. I'm working on my business. Growing Forward Leadership Seminar Company. That is what I do almost every single day. I only sleep about 4 hours a night. And again, I'm not saying this to impress anyone. For sure, you need to work on that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good. You gotta get more sleep, (laughs) Blair. So again, I'm not saying this to to impress anyone, but but really, just to let them know, if, if, and that's my everyday, and people say that I'm so cheerful, that I'm a morning person, that I'm an always-on person. One of the strangest compliments, and I'm hoping this was a compliment someone told me today, was they wouldn't be surprised if I woke up with bluebirds singing around me you know kind of like i'm a disney princess or something because i'm i always try to make the best of every situation i'm always wearing a smile you definitely do and so in that same respect when when i say there's a lot that i'm going through i only sleep four hours but but that's because if you really think about it i'm working for 16 hours a day you know eight hours on on my job and eight hours on my dream but when I tell people, oh, I only slept four hours because I was up till two working, what I get back in return is, I know I couldn't sleep last night either. I think I only slept about two hours. And it's like, I wasn't trying to say that to impress you. That, that wasn't my intention. It was just to share my every day with you, to, to share my life with you as my friend. I'm letting you know about the things that I've gone through. And people try to make that into a competition. Mm-hmm. So, Kyle and Christian, think about a time when you've lost a loved one. That was my next thought. And how many times have you told someone, I just went through this? And their automatic response is, I know what you're going through. I lost someone as well. And what they're trying to do, and, and again, I, I try to find the positive in everyone. I don't think they're necessarily doing that to one-up you. They're using it to relate to you, to let you know, hey, I've I've done this as well. But how does that make you feel? 
I see. I'm like you. I don't see the positive in everybody. <laughs> no, I'm a positive person, mm-hmm. but I don't see the positive in everybody. Um, and as you do, I should say, I lost someone is a tough one. That's really tough, right? Um, I think in that particular situation, you have two camps. Camp number one is what you just said. Hey, you're going through something really hard. You're not alone. I'm here. That's just a, that's like maybe not the best choice of words to communicate that. Sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. All the typical, yeah. And then there's other people who's like, this shit is uncomfortable. (laughs) 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 And man, like, I think that that's, there's other things that come into play because it's not just words. Mm -hmm. There's vocal tonality, like, you know, like there's, uh, there's that person, like sometimes it's just, you know, that person, it's the intention. Um, something that we say in martial arts a lot is um, someone can convey their intention. If I like move in a certain way, my brain picks up that I'm, there's someone's trying to hit me versus someone's reaching out their hand and shake my hand. Mm-hmm. So there's an intent, there's intention. So that's physical intention. You're also able to pick up on, I think, mental cues, or I apologize, like nonverbal cues, uh, uh, not that's not the words like for like well yeah yeah, yeah nonverbal cues mm-hmm. as well as just someone's spirit maybe would be a better way to say it like okay. person that looks at you grabs your hand and looks you in the eye and says I've lost someone I've I've lost someone too and looks you in the eye mm-hmm. and you felt that connection oh man you probably reach out and hug them and say thank you very much yeah, yeah. You see that loss you like, see that pain you see it in them and you're seeing them versus what's up dog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain, man. <laughs> when we going to that party, yo? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, all right, cool. When do we change the subject? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. So I was talking to this girl last night, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, wait a second. What's that? Are you over it yet? Are yeah. You yeah. What just happened here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's 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 a real tough one. I mean, it, it makes sense. I think, is it because people don't know what to say? People don't know how to respond? Mm-hmm. To a loss, that's tough, right? Because I know that I struggle sometimes with saying, with, with a response to people who come to me with a, a, a lost loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what to say. You don't necessarily want to say the typical, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. If there's anything I can do, let me know. Yeah. Because everybody says that. And what does that mean? It's tough, man. Right? Yeah, it's tough. You know, and, and we're almost dovetailing to another whole conversation in and of itself. It's because in attempting to relate to that person, do you share your loss in fear of feeling like you're overshadowing their loss? Or do you really, as Christian mentioned, shake their hand and look into their eyes and say, hey, I felt that same way. I totally understand what you're going through. I've lost such and such, whatever it may be. Yeah. And it gets pretty deep, but I, I think that what we're, what we're getting at and not, maybe not realizing it is that we're allowing a personal connection and we're not just discussing the task at hand or the issue at hand, the 5,000 emails, or I have 6,000 emails at hand. Mm-hmm. It's, my goodness, you have 5,000 emails? How the hell do you handle all that? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. email inbox is crazy. Like, I don't know how many I have. I think the other day I had 6,000. Yeah. So you're you're alluding to the issue mm-hmm. and, and you may have more, but you're relating and making a personal connection with, you know, what do you do? Like, I don't know what to do with my emails. I don't think I'm very efficient. 
what are some things you're doing? Maybe I can try to help get myself back on track in relating yeah. in that manner and making that personal connection. Do you know how you connect with people? I think like, oh, geez, yeah, I just, I'm telling you. <laughs> I came with authority. Do you know how do you, you do know? that? You know that I wrote the book on it. Like, <laughs> like, like it's, it's what you just said it, man. Like your tone was completely flipped. So like there's like, and people hear that, like people hear that. So like, it's not words. Like, and that's the thing. Connotation versus can, denotation. I can come up to you and say like, and say, F you, man. And I could say it in like the way I say it, like you're going to be like, dude, like what's up? Like you're ready to go? Yeah. Like, or I can be like laughing and giggling and you're like, oh man, get out of here. Like, you know what I mean? Let's yeah. say the same words, yeah, but it's dude. kind of, t- yeah, I'm not saying that one. <laughs> <laughs> My folks might be here listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's the intention. Like yeah. people feel your intention. That goes deeper than the words that you say. Um, much deeper. and and I think and then but then it's not only so now to analyze the words that you use like your example is beautiful so like it, okay so now you, you you've came with this heartfelt emotion hey this concern through your tone but now look what you said like hey is there something I can do to help you or or I'm there for you and, and there's like that follow up part to mm-hmm. it it's not just like boom I have more emails than you yeah. there's like boom you know what I have a lot of emails too I've like learned some tips that have helped me out. Would you be interested in learning? And if someone like, if someone feels that rub against that statement, that's on them. That's not on you. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, so yeah, you got bigger issues. Yeah. 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 Everyone's going to feel that rub when you, when you come with them with an accusatory tone, Mm -hmm. Uh, if you come with them with an air superiority, then most human beings, especially adults, are going to be like, I am a grown ass whatever. Who are you man, woman? Like, like yeah. Like I think and it creates more tension. Creates more tension. Yeah. I think Rohit was telling us wrap it up though. Uh, and I, Amelia I, Bradford I, did reply back. She was like, ha ha ha, that's really funny and stuff like what, that. What was you funny? just put her name on blast though. I did. Yeah, you I, did. I texted her. <laughs> so I, the whole episode. God, why am I doing this now? And you're completely distracted. Didn't um, we just talk about this in a recent podcast? Didn't you also say Let's wrap it up. No, yeah, because I, I, so I texted Amelia. I was like, I'm recording a podcast talking about you making a meme of me drinking, and I'm drunk right now. Episode six. She put, ha ha ha, best episode ever, and that's awesome. Smiley face. This one goes out to Amelia. Amelia Radford. So, a lot of times when when one uppers are really trying to do this, what they're doing is they're trying to really turn around and and make themselves feel important because they don't feel important. Yeah. And that's really what it is. So they're saying, they're reaching out saying, look, I know the struggles that you've gone through, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm going through struggles plus this because it's a way of themselves talking to their own subconscious, trying to reaffirm that they've got some value and some worth. And so the action item for today is try to listen in on the one-uppers. As you're having these conversations and, and people are one-upping you, don't retaliate. You know, don't say, oh, it's it's because of this or, you know, try to justify it. But just hear the message that they're saying and think about how it makes you feel. Because what's really important is to look back and say, when am I doing the exact same thing? When am I one-upping other people? And when am I causing some conflict in, in my relationships with people? So that's going to be the, uh, the action item. I am not without blame. <laughs> <laughs> So. My action item is going to be better than yours, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good, I don't need an action item. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, oh. everyone. We'll catch you guys soon.
Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.